And good afternoon. <coughs> <coughs> Good afternoon, how's it going? Maybe I should just have a um, sip of water here. Mm. Uh, here at the Rubino Show, we strive for prof- um, it's, Yeah, it's been a... Wow, it's been a while, huh? Uh, don't mind me, I'm just cleaning up after lunch here. Uh, yeah, I think it was back in January this year, and already there's just been so much... So much happening and going on and stuff, things and all of that. <laughs> oh, that's good. Stuff, things and all of that. That's what people tune in for. I make a lot of uh, posts these days, or I, I should say I write a lot. <laughs> you, you would think someone who writes a lot would um, have a better command of the, um, the language than what I just demonstrated there. Now, I had a... Um, uh, I've had sort of an, an ongoing theme on my blog of like talking about how important it is for independent authors and creators to do the things that they do because it's such an important counterpoint to a lot of commercial media and in fact things like Medium and social media sites and everything have, have just done such a spectacular job of convincing the world that you're not good enough by yourself. The only way that you're meaningful and can drive interest in what you're doing, etc., is to host their stuff on, uh, to host your stuff with them, basically. Now, I happen to think that that's a rort. Um, I don't think any of us need permission from Facebook or any of these companies to write, nor do I think that sites like Medium are necessarily the best way to publish stuff either. I feel like in the short term, it, they might sort of generate interest, but really you're just more meat in their sausage. Uh, an analogy that I I picked up from a client recently, it's it's kind of macabre in a way, but um, it's very direct, which I like. You, you really are just another cog in their machine, uh, as it were, which is a real shame. So with all of that sort of said, the fascinating thing is I've, for some reason, I haven't been able to make that internal leap from um, talking about independent writing and stuff to podcasting. I mean, I have seen just, uh, as, as I'm sure you have, in the last few years, just this explosion of interest again in what was for a long time quite a nascent uh, medium. So, you know, some of us, like, not to toot my own horn, but, you know, I started my podcast back in, what, 2005-ish? So getting on for a decade and a half ago now, I the stuff that I do is by no means especially interesting or special in any sense of the word. But having done it for that length of time, I've kind of seen waves come and go, and we are definitely in the peak of another sort of a big wave of interest in this stuff. And I find it fascinating that video is really constrained to sites like YouTube, if we have to be honest about it. Vimeo is a very, very distant second. I'm not even sure that most people are even aware that site exists anymore, which is a bit of a shame. And blogging, like writing, is so stitched up in these very specific um, channels that people really have... Um, uh, being convinced that that's the only way that they can make it. Again, things like social networks and um, writing farms and stuff of that nature. Podcasts have managed to avoid that fate completely. 
and I, I'm not sure why. It's interesting because so many people talk about the death of RSS, for example. If you don't know what that is, it's a um, it's a open syndication format. So it used to be that if you went to a website, they would have an orange XML or an orange. It almost looked like waves, like radio waves coming off this square icon. That RSS feed, if you clicked on that, copied the link to it, you could paste it into a blog reader, and now suddenly you're getting these feeds from all over the world. And, I mean, I still use one to this day. I absolutely love RSS. It means that I get my own sort of curated news from disparate people around the world, and everyone from the BBC down to Joe Bloggs's blog, like mine, uh, writing in this same space. It was It was a real sort of normalizing force or like a the great equalizer i guess but i'm also aware of again those platforms have made it very have sort of really been successful at convincing people that rss is dead and you'll always see news articles and journals saying rss is dead well whose fault is that when you have so many vested interests against this um and then you read these tech journalists talk about it, it it's it's uh <laughs> You know, you you sort of start to read between the lines and it becomes pretty obvious. I was having a... It was this fascinating debate. I, I won't dive into the details um, specifically of where it was or what the software was, but essentially I was saying that it was frustrating that you couldn't disable email signups on this particular blogging platform. You know, maybe you don't need that sort of thing. And this guy... You know, the, you, know you have those kind of people online who are just obtuse... Like they're like willfully obtuse, like they they know what you're talking about, but they pretend not to. Oh, what do you mean you need to eat? Like that sort of, it's, yeah, I don't know what it, what motivates them to do that. Um, but yeah, that sort of kind of smug, obtuse attitude. And there's a lot of these people online, unfortunately. Anyway, so one of these comments, someone had replied to this thread that I'd started saying, yeah, that's kind of weird that we can't disable email signups. I want people to uh, read my blog on my site and to subscribe in other means. Anyway, so this obtuse guy replies, and he says, huh, by getting rid of email, you're not giving people a way to subscribe at all. Huh, that's interesting. <laughs> you know, that's sort of really sort of patronizing attitude. Anyway, so I reply back saying, yeah, you can subscribe. It's called RSS. It's, that's kind of the whole point of it. Like, that's what subscribing was in this context for many, many, many years. And it's only thanks to a couple of very, uh, very large players that are very motivated to stop that happening that we're in this situation. And his response, and I, he was completely truthful, he said, that uh, he didn't think, he said, you would be surprised how few people use RSS anymore. And, of course, my response was, you'd be surprised how many still do. <laughs> but even then, like with hindsight, my response really should have been, whose fault is that? Anyway, so, yeah, all of that's been in decline, but RSS is huge in podcasting still. Like, when you listen to a podcast almost certainly you're being delivered it either by RSS or Atom or one of these other various uh, formats. And the cool thing about that is that anyone can publish a feed and that feed can point to data that's anywhere. That's really sort of the, the two key things. So, uh, for example, <clears throat> I, 
<coughs> I'm just apparently I'm just so angry about this stuff. <clears throat> yeah, I um uh, I host my stuff on archive.org and in fact I donate monthly to them as kind of a <laughs> as a thank you for hosting my content. And then I have an RSS feed on my own sites, which then references those files. Anyway, the point is, I just, I find it interesting that podcasting has been able to avoid that whole uh, commercialization and I guess consolidation really, because video on the one hand and text on the other have just been so successfully commandeered and taken over by these vested interests. I have to admit that blogging surprises me. The The main issue that you have with video is stuff like CDNs and delivering video. It's a very high bandwidth. Um, you know, you need decent network pipes. You need you need a decent amount of um, uh, capacity to be able to do that. I mean, a, a five-minute video could host someone's blog for how many decades, right? Text is... It's, it's simple and it's lightweight and you can host it on a anything from a you know a rubbish VPS all the way up to enterprise scale stuff it, it you could really just put it almost anywhere and that's why I feel like it's kind of a little bit sad that we've reached this point where again the market in general and uh, and I keep using the word market which is sort of um, uh, uh, what would you say um how would you phrase that? I keep using the word market, which isn't, this isn't the word I would use, but it's an indication of just even how I'm indoctrinated into this. Readers aren't a market. You're, it's, or I wouldn't even say that your readers are an audience. Your readers are part of your community. Like that was the whole promise of the internet from the start with all of this stuff, or at least the World Wide Web was that it was a distributed community of people and we all had ideas and I would write something and you could write something in response on, on your site and we'd have this collaborative ecosystem of stuff. So anyway, yeah, it's, I just found it strange that that, um, that both of those sides have been squeezed and yet here we are with podcasting and um, and it's it's managed to largely avoid that. And every now and then a company like Spotify will come along and say that we're reinventing podcasting and people will say great thanks no thanks i think it to apple's credit um when they essentially became the shepherds of podcasting for a while thanks to itunes they really kind of held off and in fact the 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 stuff that they added to rss to make it work better were in the form of namespaces and things like the the way that rss is supposed to be used uh, rather than coming up with their own binary formats and things. Anyway, the reason why I go into this big long tangent is that I really am passionately uh, motivated to try and change how all of this stuff works. And it's just from, I guess, having lived in a time where we had sort of a federated system of writers and we've sort of lost that to a large extent, I... It's it's not just driven by nostalgia, although I do love a bit of nostalgia. I, I live a substantial amount of my life running vintage computers and things. It's that the potential is still there to make something really great out of all of this. And right now it's just being squandered by a few of these really selfish actors, uh, which is a shame. And meanwhile, the only other people who are thinking about distributed stuff are... Um, uh, blockchain morons who uh, want to see the world burn to make their currency succeed. It's just, it's, it's kind of frustrating. Anyway, the reason I bring all of this up is because 
even though I am sort of motivated by all of this, I'm also increasingly, I don't know whether you call it imposter syndrome, but I feel like what I'm doing on my show here is just not up to snuff. And it's it's strange. Like, I write without imp- with impunity now. I really don't care how people perceive it. And the feedback that I've got over the last few years since I started doing that has been pretty positive. People say that they, they like the fact that I talk about random nonsense in amongst FreeBSD package managers and things like that. Something about audio, though, I don't know. I've just sort of, maybe it's because my job role has changed and I spend most of my life actually talking with clients on the phone about um, implementing things and building architectural stuff and building architectural stuff. That's that's just great. Maybe it's a form of burnout. Maybe I get to the end of the day and I think the last thing that I want to do is record some audio. I don't know. So I know that a lot of you who listen to this, and if you're listening to this now, thank you so much, are not coming to me through my blog. You're coming to me through an RSS reader of some sort or your podcast client. So yeah, even though I have been writing continuously ever since, I haven't uploaded one of these in a while. So to those of you still holding on, thank you so much. Uh, I am still around. And yeah, I hope to release some more stuff soon. Um, I, I find podcasting quite cathartic and I find a lot of the feedback and stuff I got uh, you know, has always been quite fun. Um, people have said they enjoy listening to it, so I do want to make it a, a, a going concern. I am just concerned about how I get back sort of into the swing of it. This is kind of just how I wanted to say that. <sighs> I think I need a coffee. <laughs>